1: Russia and Iran find a new way to be friends. China comes sightseeing to America and people are gaining sight to the truth of that thing people have been putting in their arms. That's just some of the articles we're going to discuss as we look at the signs of the times. Our weekly review of Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news for Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Wherever you get your podcasts, well, you can get us too. We list those sources at thewaymedia.net, or you can listen right from the source when you download the Way Media app to watch the episodes, ask prophecy questions, and read the articles that we discuss. And now, here to tell us how the physical and spiritual worlds are on a collision course is Pastor Mark. Who was a sought-after person in his younger days? Why, at one job, he asked his boss for a raise because three companies were after him. His boss asked him which ones. To which he replied, gas, water, and electric.
0: <laughs> That's not... I thought you were going to say something to illegal. I mean, police. I'm like, yeah, you got like, three different squad cars chasing me down the road. That one, I can definitely say That's good. That's funny, Greg. That's good. Oh, I love it. Um, I
1: love it. Listen, this is a, a little bit of interesting, and we're going to put a b- biblical... Spiritual spin on this. Uh, it, on this day in 1943, a torpedo struck the warship Dorchester with over 900 men on board. Mm. As the survivors abandoned the ship, four chaplains who were on the ship comforted and preached to the men. These chaplains ultimately sacrificed their lives by giving up their life jackets. Wow. Wow. And I was just kind of thinking about John fifteen thirteen, greater love than no one has than this, than he give us a, gives gives up his life for his I friends. I think I
0: remember hearing about that. That's really remember, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so this that is ama-
1: Yeah, I'd never heard of that before, but I thought that was worth mentioning. Uh, in in a day when people are so focused on self, yeah. um, that was a very selfless act, and they knew that they were going what what it was going to cost them, you know. And I think about Jesus, you know, he knew what. What he did, what it was going to cost him, but what was going to be gained through what he did. Worship on a worship. Worship on a worship. So, anyway, glad to have you. Good to be here. Great to have you. I didn't know I was Otherwise, Otherwise, I'd be doing something else right now. But I've been had. I've learned. I just learned. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be doing something else right now if that wasn't for that. Okay. All right, let's get to some Ezekiel 38 and 39 news, which are biblical references, of course ezekiel thirty eight thirty nine right. how about that yep uh, this is from Reuters uh, Iran and Russia are now linking banking systems amid the western sanctions. listen. Bad guys are always going to find a way around the law. So they to speak. are
0: well, and not only around the law, but it's the linking up of the two, finding the yes. way around the law. Again, we're looking for Iran and Russia to link up, and now we're seeing greater ties in Iran and Russia through the banking system. Again, two things are happening: they're linking up more as nations; they're also getting around some of the uh, the ways that have been they've been held back by other nations. Iran and Russia have connected in their interbank communication and transfer system to help boost trade and financial transactions. A senior Iranian official said on Monday, as both Tehran and Moscow are chafing under Western sanctions. What's happening is, well, anyway, since 2018, the reimposition of U.S. sanctions on Iran after Washington ditched Tehran's 2015 nuclear deal with world powers the islamic republic has been disconnected from the belgian-based swift financial messaging service which is a key international banking access point let me explain this swift basically is a way that you can transfer monies internationally with different monies it does it for you and you just transfer your monies you buy different things from different countries you do trade you do commerce etc and if you shut somebody down from that greg that really isolates your nation well and we shut them down well so what russia is doing is because now they've been shut down well you know what join us we'll get you all the money you need. We'll work together to get money we need apart from Swift. And so um you know it's 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 not just a financial way around their um penalties for what they're doing worldwide, but it's also a further unifying of Russia and Iran, uh which again leads right into Ezekiel thirty eight and thirty nine. So it's one of those things where you're watching greater alliances form and greater uh connections being made and it makes more and more sense. By the way, this is not in our stack. I've got to say it though real quick. Please do. Uh, Israel just may, is making deals right now with uh, Sudan. Uh, they're, they're linking up and shaking hands and all this, which is very interesting because Sudan is one of those who will betray them. When Russia and Iran comes in, Sudan will join with Russia and Iran and all those others in Ethiopia in attacking Israel. And right now they're smiling real big with a handshake. It's almost like God has shown us the betrayer. But they wouldn't listen to us if we told them. But we can see, oh, you're shaking hands with Judas there, but good luck on that one. And they're making deals now with Sudan, and Sudan will turn on them. So it's interesting to watch all this begin to happen, and even the enemy with his fakeness coming to the forefront.
1: Yeah, I think we talked about this one time, that the Jews, for some reason, ignore everything in the book of Ezekiel past chapter 37. Yeah, thirty seven. Thirty seven they cling to. As a matter of fact, thirty seven is etched in things over there in Israel because it talks about the dry bones coming back to life. Right. But thirty eight and on, they they pretty much I don't they don't talk about it.
0: Yeah, you're right. And well, it's almost like with Daniel. You know, they kind of avoid yeah. Daniel as well. The things that don't really go in line with what they want to see, they don't pay attention to. Yeah, but
1: yet they've got the answers. They, they've got the list of the countries that are going to come against them. Yeah, it, we, we don't need to say anything to them. Uh, yeah. they've, got, they've got it in their own
0: Torah. You talk about a built-in spy agency. God's word is yeah. a built-in <laughs> spy agency in all these nations. Yeah. He doesn't give us all the details, That's but if you look point, at yeah. God's word, he has spies on the inside telling you what's going to happen, who's doing it. I don't care how big they smile and how, the, how, how warm the handshake is. You can figure it out if you know God's word in many, in many ways, and they should be waking up. Yeah, you would hope you would hope. Yes.
1: All right, let's uh, come back to America for a few moments, because we've got some articles to discuss here. The first one is from AP News. Concerns over prayer breakfast lead to Congress to take it over. I thought the concern was Congress trying to pray, or that well, we needed to have someone else come in there and pray. What's this all well, about? Well, this is
0: interesting, because okay. again, what they have is every year we've had for many years this prayer breakfast, and it honors God. And there's been private agencies. It's supposed to exactly, but they don't. The, the there's a group of people there who don't like the fact that it honors God, and they're trying to take control of it so it can now be. Well, let me just read the article. The National Prayer Breakfast, one of the most visible and long-standing events that brings religion and politics together in Washington, is splitting from the private religious group that had overseen it for decades due to concerns the gathering had become too divisive. And why too divisive? Jesus Christ, basically. That's why it's divisive. Light and dark. The organizer, but they'll lay it out. The organizer uh, and host for this year's breakfast scheduled for Thursday will be National Prayer Breakfast Foundation, headed by former Senator Mark Pryor, a Democrat from Arkansas. Also, Senator Chris Coons, another Democrat, a regular participant and chairman of the Senate Ethics Committee, said the move was prompted in part by concerns in recent years that members of Congress did not know how important details about the larger multi day gathering. Here's the bottom line, Greg. They're, they're concerned because you're not honoring everybody at this uh, pre breakfast, and you can't honor those that inclusive. are in sin. You can't honor those that are in sin before God. So... There are Democrats taking it over, saying, we want to get it to where we honor everybody yes. before God. And so they're trying to basically take God completely out of the last few places where God is in Washington. And again, we know they're going to be able to do that uh, unless somebody fights against it. But it just shows the spiritual battle and the wickedness of man. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: You know, what's amazing to me when you think about all of these things that we've chronicled over the years, we've seen for ourselves, without even without this show, right? Uh, uh, in terms of the... Uh, how God- do how'd you do it without this
0: show? How do you do it without this show? You know, I don't remember. No, it's it's got to be the show. It has to be in the show. But go it ahead. Go ahead. I hear your show. point. Yes. Yeah.
1: The show's <laughs> always been. The show always was. That's will right. be That's something oh like
0: that. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, Oh, my word. We don't want to All go right, there. I'm being silly. Anyway, uh, my point is is that, um, now I lost my point. Well, because you derailed me.
0: Well, we've been watching over the years. These things change in Washington. We've been seeing these oh, things like this. That's what I, I think you. that's where you were
1: going. Yes. Uh, here's what amazes me in all of this,
0: that, that they have
1: not come after the currency where it says in God, we trust. Well, they have what? come
0: after this, haven't been able to do it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, they've come uh, after uh, it. Okay. I'm su- no, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that that hasn't been successful.
0: Well, I think the reason being is, is that if you said in Jesus, we trust you would have a big fight on your hands. But God can be anything in Washington. That's God true. God can be Buddha, can be Krishna, can be Islam. Uh, or, it could or, be their power. Allah, it could yeah. be anything, yeah. So when you say, in God we trust, it's not as offensive to them because they can say, well, it's my God. In my God I trust, which could be myself, money, right. cars, you, any other religious group. But if you were to say, in Jesus we trust, oh man, I mean, you talk about the house coming down, mm-hmm. the house and Senate would come down. So that's, that's your issue there. Okay.
1: Well, anyway. Um, I'm looking, I'm, I'm expecting that to happen sooner rather than later, so we'll we'll see. All right, well, let's go back to the 60s in the fifth dimension, because it feels like we're going back you know,
0: th- It is. Go ahead. I like this. Yeah. It's a
1: beautiful song. It is. It is. I really don't know balloon. what it's about, other than flying away in your beautiful balloon. Yes. Uh, yes. China would like to give us a ride in their balloon, yes. by the way. Yes, yes. I'd like to know what's in the balloon. You know, well, we're I'll going you, to talk about that. Uh, yeah, because Fox News is letting us know that China uh, has uh, launched an investigation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right into their uh, their own suspected spy balloon flying over the U.S. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, I guess if you're listening to the news at the uh, before the show here on WIM, uh, they said that it was a weather balloon that somehow just got blown off track.
0: Yeah. Now what they're saying, though, with close-ups, they actually see Xi Jinping waving. They say it's a tourist <laughs> thing. He's up there waving as he goes over, and all this kind of a tourist thing. He's seeing America for the is, first time. Yeah, and the crowds are gathering down below, and they're waving flags, red Did flags. Did you get that from the, the Babylon yeah, Bee? Yeah, no, that's no, so, no, just no. I just. That I'm sounds looking like
1: there. something from the Babylon B. <laughs> that's fantastic.
0: That's the that's the Mark Mark B or
1: whatever. The but, Mark B, yes. Yeah,
0: the wannabe uh, that's from the wannabe and before you get into this
1: <laughs> before you get into the story mark pastor mark is the wannabe uh you referenced a scripture verse here pastor mark that i don't remember us ever referencing before and that's ephesians chapter 4 verses 17 through 19 yes that you've tied uh to this particular story yes um so if you can also weave that into your uh, presentation.
0: Yes, I will. Let, let, let's. uh As a matter of fact, well, you know, Ephesians four seven. First of all, let's read the article. Yeah, Chinese sure. launches the investigation. It's a, it's a spy balloon. This is unbelievable to me. Now, I'm going We're gonna rant and rave. We're gonna take the show over a little bit here. Mark and Greg are taking a break, and rant and rave will be in here. And I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be rant for just a minute here. Okay. This is the most unbelievably ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. That balloon should have been shot down days ago when it first appeared. It should have never made it to U.S. airspace. Right? Boom, it's done, and we're over with. So we'll talk for a minute why the reasons it should be shot down. I mean, why it's not being. But let me say this. The reason they're giving, Greg, is so fake and bogus that it's not shooting it down. They say, oh, it may land on something down there to hurt something. That is the most ridiculous reason. That it's would be the like least saying, populated it, area it in would, the country. It would be like saying, look, there's an enemy airplane flying over America that, that is ready to attack, and we don't want to shoot it down because it may cause harm. Look, this is a spy satellite gathering information on our nation and it needs to be taken out immediately all you'd have to do is say look we're going to shoot this thing down it's going to fall in some state we know it's got a region here of a thousand miles or whatever we want everybody to, over the next hour as it falls to go into your home go to your basement guard yourself uh, put out warnings it's going to be dropping so you won't get hurt if it hits someone's home if it hits someone's business if it hits someone's car whatever the case might be the federal government will buy you a new one or fix it but this is too important for national security to allow you Xi Jinping waving at America to fly over on his tourist trip across America, finding out where can I send my missiles when I land? Because they may be dropping all kinds of, 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 they're saying, detection devices of different areas. They said the trajectory is being controlled by China and right now is scheduled to go over naval bases. Aren't they? It's unbelievable, Greg. This is unbelievable how they blind dest- we are.
1: Wouldn't they be destroying their own farmland?
0: Well, that's the thing is, I was thinking, where'd this thing come from? I thought it must have come from America, or how did it get so close to the same? Now, you know, they brought it in from yeah. overseas or whatever, and apparently these things traveled a long way. But my point is, look, if we don't make a strong stand, I mean, we're not, we're showing how weak we are. Greg, we are Samson with his hair cut off. We think we can still pick up Gates and carry him for miles and fight off the Philistines. We're showing right now we are weak and we, we, we are in big trouble. We need to move. We should have moved days ago. This thing yes. shouldn't go a second more. It should be exploded in a big fireball. A video should be sent to Xi Jinping saying, if you ever get near us, we'll destroy anything you put near us. And, and this is, I just, I, I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. Uh, but there's my rant. I was going to rant and rage. Okay. Um, but I have some more rant to do. Well, fantastic. And that is, again, something's going on here because you can't tell me all we're doing is watching it somebody's allowing this to happen there's some reason i do not believe they're afraid it'll land on somebody's house and i don't know if there's information somebody has on some government officials in our country that they're going to reveal if we don't tell the truth or, or if we if we knock them out of the sky or if there's is there blackmail going on is there i don't know but i know this we are weak 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 if we don't take action immediately
1: well i i liked your idea um, is it through back channels, you know, the U.S. has already contacted China and said, hey, yeah. you know, we're going to shoot down your balloon. And China's potential reply is a reason why the balloon is still up there is the fact, well, if you do, it's loaded with nuclear weapons and you're just going to cause destruction. No, we're not saying they said air. that. No, we're, we are We are you, saying that could, they... no, that could, be, that could be a plausible reason yes. as to why our government is allowing this balloon yeah. to continue yes. because of the threat that the balloon could be carrying nuclear weapons.
0: And let me clarify, nobody has suggested nobody, has suggested. nobody not China, not America, no. no one has suggested there's any nuclear weapon on board. What we're talking about is, is like, it was would be very easy depending on whether or not those balloons can hold that kind of weight i don't know if that's even scientifically possible
1: do not know but, we're, but they we, said that they said the balloons the size of three buses
0: but, yeah but here's the thing if you did put some type of nuclear device on it and release it over the nation to spy on us all you would have to say is you shoot it down wherever it drops that thing goes off and here's the other thing. So if you if that was the case, again, I don't want to create you know, conspiracy theories, but I'm saying, yeah. we don't know what's going on, but Greg, this thing needs to be stopped right yeah. away.
1: And you want to know it nowadays. All you have to do is just have the threat of something and nobody has any critical thinking anyway. Yes. So like what you were just proposing was like, well, could a balloon really carry
0: a Could it even weapon? carry it? I don't know and, scientifically and, But it could. But,
1: the, but the question is, is that how big of a weapon could it carry? Yeah. And how much yeah. damage would it do? Yeah. And is anyone thinking about that? But if, if the threat was just made that it had it, yeah. that would be enough well, to shut everybody down. And I down. know that
0: Xi Jinping listens each week. And I, what I don't want to do is give him ideas. So I, I maybe I shouldn't even... I have was that hoping in. that he would submit a prophecy question. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got this back and forth with Xi Ping Pong. We go back yes. and forth. He said, he emails me. But anyway. No, the, the, the point is, is that, look, this we don't know what's going on, but something to me is very fishy. And if they did, yeah. Greg, how ingenious. If it could carry some kind of device, and you said if you shoot it down, we'll explode it. Well, then all you do, they, they're driving it. China's driving it right now electronically. They're going to be driving it over naval bases. All you have to do is take it over Washington. If there's something in it, release it. Washington is done. I'm not saying it's even possible. Some of you guys that are out there and and know more about this are probably going, this is ridiculous, it's impossible. I'm not saying it's possible. I'm not saying it's even happening. I'm saying... Here's the bottom line. That thing needs to come down yesterday. Yes. No more watching it. It's on the news like like, like Santa. Santa's over Texas. He's heading to <laughs> Tennessee. Xi GGPing. He's flying over Texas. He's almost to Washington, kids. Everybody get in your bunkers. Because Santa's coming to, dro- to drop his present. I mean, I'm like, what is going on? For the good on? little girls and boys. Unbelievable. I'm just, you know, if you didn't know God was in control and on the throne, you would lose your mind. Jesus Christ is on the throne so everybody we can rest. But this kind of stuff drives me bananas. Yes.
1: Uh. Well, let's uh, let's slip and slide on the banana peel into God's Word, Pastor Mark, and share Ephesians chapter four. Or did you already read yes, four, this? Yeah, yeah, no,
0: no, yeah, because yeah, four yeah, seventeen, seventeen um, through nineteen. Yes, listen what it says. Four says this I say therefore and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of your mind having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. In other words, we are so blind that we can't even see when the enemy flies over your nation Take them out. Don't follow it like Santa. Don't give updates. <laughs> Don't tell people that it's a weather balloon. Take it out. It, that's yes. what I'm saying. Ephesians comes in. I'm not saying this. there's not a scriptural reference to that. I'm saying the idea no. is that yeah. when people you know, become blind, Greg, Absolutely. they are blind. They are blind. And now that's rant and rave. I have those moments yes. that I've been ranting and raving about this all day. It drives me nuts. Anyway. Well, Here's something that
1: will drive you unnuts. nuts Actually, this could probably be in our good news category, because I love this, you know, what the enemy intended for evil God can use for good. Fox News, Barna survey finds a spiritual hunger out there because the pandemic has left many Americans more open to God.
0: Yes, this is a Barna burner. I love it. Listen to this. 80% of those surveyed believe there's a spiritual or supernatural dimension to the world. A recent study showed that many Americans are more open to God and desire spiritual growth in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. This is great news. A report released by the faith-based research organization Barna Group earlier this month found that 44% of adults in the U.S. are more open to God because of the pandemic. Among 2,000 adults, the group surveyed uh, uh, October 21st through 31st, 77% said they believe in a higher power, 74% they want to go spiritually. Now, again, let me just make a comment about this. The higher power thing, Generally, that doesn't impress me. At least, at least it's getting people to look toward heaven. But as I've said many times before, my, my car is a higher power. Uh, my washing machine is a higher power. I can't sit there and, and wiggle like that with clothes in me for that long and not get tired. <laughs> so higher power doesn't impress me. Jesus Christ impressed me. Yes. Um, but what's good about this, Greg, is God allows these things to happen to drive people to him. Again, in yeah. Psalm 119.67, which is my reference there, you know, David said, before, before the Lord afflicted me, I went astray. But now that he's afflicted me, see, I'm drawing into God. So God will allow the afflictions to come upon us individually. God will allow afflictions to come upon us as a nation, and 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 it, and I believe that's what happened here. And it's driving us to God. So what it's doing is it's separating out the sheep from the goats. Who's going to stand? Who's going to who's going to press in to God? Who's going to pull away from God? And those that are going to press in, they're drawn in more. And those that are on the edge, that are kind of out there at the edge of darkness, they're going to say, "Wait a minute!" They're going to be pulled in to find out more about God. So. It is a good thing, David said, that I, be, that I was afflicted. It's a good thing that we're afflicted. And I look at our nation going back to this whole, you know, uh, um, a military spy balloon flying over our nation over the next few days, as they say. Um, it's like know, the days of Jeremiah. Now, yeah, Greg, look, we're watching our nation die and we're watching and we're seeing how weak our nation is now and, and how weak our leadership is. And, you know, I, I hate this. I'm just going to say this. You know, God could use some major catastrophe and affliction to wake America up. He loves us that much. And some of you have be saying, how could God, if God loves us, how could he do it? I'm going to say this. It is because God loves us that he allows these afflictions if we refuse to repent. Because if we refuse to repent, God will do what is necessary to spank our little bottoms, to get our attention and get us looking back toward our father and say, please forgive me. I was wrong. I'm coming back to you. And I say, bring it on. I don't like it. But if it takes that, Greg, you know, if it takes it, then so be it. Uh, better fill up the kingdom and get people in than to sit back and watch our nation just die. And and eventually we're going to blend into the rest of the world and die anyway before the Lord comes back. But I'd love to see this ship hold together and a revival happen before that. This may be some of the tools God's going to use to do that.
1: Yeah, well, we'll definitely uh, keep our eyes on all of that, are we
0: still ranting, rave? I've got to come back down and become
1: market game. Um Yeah, no, we got to. You got to come. Yeah, it's back. It's time now. to remark. You need to remark yourself. All right, yourself. there
0: we go. Yes. <sighs> okay.
1: Uh, now, what could be happening from this Chinese balloon? Pastor Mark is uh, Xi Jinping could be uh, distributing pestilence, plagues, disasters, and corruption, uh, or maybe another oh,
0: virus uh, oh from the goodness. balloon. You had to add more to it. Didn't Sorry, you? great. That's just no, look. If you couldn't, if you, if you already couldn't sleep tonight. If I kept you up enough, <laughs> rave just then you're are pacing the floors back and forth. Jesus is on the throne. You're, that's a good point, Greg. Yes, but Jesus is on the throne. I mean, I guess, I guess technically, what you're saying, they could release something. That's pretty freaky. But Greg, they could.
1: Well, I hadn't here, thought about here, that. Here, here's Here're more devious is, than my mind can go. Here, here's the here's the hope. The hope is, is that it has. Uh, aid relief in the balloon and is heading to Somalia. Because according to AP News, the U.S. is urging donors to give far more as a Somalia... Faces a famine again.
0: Yeah, again, and, and why is this, uh, you know, Somalia, is that, uh, is that all you're going to give? They're asking for more. The first U.S. <laughs> cabinet member to visit Somalia <laughs> since 2015. urged the, world, the world's distracted donors Sunday to give immediate help to a country facing deadly famine, which she calls the ultimate failure of the international community. Now, let me just back up a minute. Yeah, I agree. That the international community needs to get involved to save people that are starving. I absolutely agree. But I disagree uh, with the idea that there's not other factors involved, Greg. There is a worldwide effort right now to create famine. And we're watching yes, it take it is. place. Absolutely, We are watching things. They are closing down farms on purpose. This comes out of the World Economic Forum. Um, we've been watching all these facilities that have been burning recently. Another huge egg facility just burned. I don't know if you saw it up in flames. we know the number one egg seller and producer in America is Bill Gates. He's the number one egg producer in the United States and seller. Top. Um, it, all the, the, the all the farm situation. Again, we saw that he, he has more farmland than anybody in America. He's the one that's pushing his fake meat, whatever that is. I don't know. Um, plant based. Yeah,
1: it's it, horrible for your body, by the
0: way. Yeah, but but it's even more than plant based, Greg. They're doing this stuff where they're taking like DNA stuff and creating meat. I mean, I'm just yeah, like, I know. It. I, they're talking about even human stuff to, and they're saying but it's not human meat when it's made i'm like okay look this is getting too freaky for me we're talking soy and green type stuff you know science fiction movies but this right. is what's going on the reality is is that when they say this yes i agree that we need to be giving and we need to be helping those that are starving absolutely but what drives me crazy is is we see many leaders of the world forcing famine and then they come out and say hey how come the world's not helping more we'll stop taking all the food away and then help more again the u.s ambassador to the United Nations. Uh, Linda Thomas, perhaps the starkest warning yet about the crisis, said excess deaths during what is now Somalia's longest drought on record will almost certainly surpass those of the famine formally declared in the country in 2011 when more than a quarter million people died. This time the world is looking elsewhere, many humanitarian uh, uh, say because are looking to Ukraine and all that. But again, I, I, there's a dual thing going on here, and that is stop creating famine And then also, um, yes, we need to be more involved in that. But Greg, we get back to where is this coming from? Matthew 24, what the Lord say in the last days, there'll be famines. And you brought this up last week. When I used to read this, I agree with what you said. I didn't picture men doing it. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't think it was on purpose. Yeah. I thought it was, wow, there's just the the, the, the rain's drying up and the, the ground's getting hard and the crops are failing. No, it's not that. It is people saying, you will shut down 3,000 farms in Denmark starting today. You will shut down farms in America because you don't want uh, cattle passing gas because it's going to hurt the environment. You will do this and that, whatever. I mean, it is like man is doing this to himself, Greg. We are self-destructing. It is not, it's not, not even the earth. You can blame the earth for it. It's man. Yeah. It's not climate change. It's heart change. Yeah. Again, away from God, that's destroying the earth right now. It drives me. Again, these are this is all those days where <laughs> I know. Well, you know, am you know, sorry. You know,
1: you know, it's interesting. You know, the 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 control that the spirit of Antichrist is assembling for the Antichrist, yeah, uh, is being cloaked in this environmental movement um, that has preposterous things to think that you know cows that pass gas is somehow yeah. bad for the environment, yeah. And it just reminds me of Romans chapter 1. Those that worship the the creature rather than the creator, God gives them over to a debased or a depraved mind. Absolutely. But again, it's one of those things, Pastor Mark, where you, you we've read that verse for years, but really couldn't f- fully appreciate the gravity yeah. of what is being said in the verse yeah. until you see stuff That's like right. this happen. That's right. Where you are literally shutting down food sources to sustain human life that does not come from god that doesn't come from anything godly that is the spirit of antichrist
0: it is and greg here's the thing if you take god out of it let's go back to romans yeah what happens is god said man is is primary and you do whatever has to be done to protect man keep him healthy keep him alive and you do whatever because i god says i created the earth for man for man yeah, and all these things are a gift to man so god didn't mess up when he made cows pass gas or anything else so here's the bottom line what um, when you start worshiping the Earth, Here's what happens. The earth is now primary. Yes. And so man and all his things, needing meat, needing, needing things like food, you know, just non-essentials like food right. and water. Um, man now is lesser. The earth is greater. So man, all the things that help man must be taken out of the way. So the earth can be exalted. The earth can be worshiped. The climate can be lifted up when they're going. Listen, Satan does everything the exact opposite yeah. of God. God says this. Satan says that. God said, be fruitful and multiply. Satan says, limit your kids and have abortions. I mean, everything that God says, Satan goes directly against. He said, I've made the earth for man, let the earth supply man, use the supplies of the earth, use them. I've given them for man. And they say, no, save the supplies of the earth, get rid of the things for man and lift up the earth, let man die. And they're trying to kill man to keep the earth alive. It is demonic and it's satanic at its root scripturally in every other way.
1: Uh Pastor Mark, why don't you cue up uh Matthew uh chapter thirteen while I let our listeners and viewers know that you are enjoying Signs of the Times on W I A M L P Knoxville. It's Friday, February third. This is episode two forty nine of Signs of the Times, our weekly look at Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news. And we are in the middle of discussing articles related to pestilence, plagues, disasters, and corruption. Heavy on the corruption as we head into this story. From WND.com, a massive meta study on mask wearing delivers a kill shot to the COVID narrative. Uh and so maybe you can explain for us, Pastor Mark, uh what that means as well as how you are applying Matthew thirteen verses thirteen through sixteen to yes, this story.
0: Yeah, again, this study here, this is the thing that's amazing to me, Greg. We now have so much scientific data to show that the lockdowns were a disaster they should never be done again that the shots right now are should be stopped because we have too many problems with them that the masks were a disaster and they should be stopped the masks they did no good
1: oh yeah, remember, hey,
0: remember, remember what's going on here remember what remember what
1: i told you See, remember what I told you? Yeah, yeah, we're getting messed with. Remember remember what I told you?
0: So they're they're trying to make us take a break. We're going to rebel against that. We're not going to take a break. (laughs) We're going to keep going, and uh, we don't do that anymore. And so, um, anyway. But yeah. Oh, my.
1: Isn't that interesting? It was an interesting day. Good times. It's an interesting day. It's it's good times today.
0: Yes, it is. But again, this whole study, Greg, here's the bottom (laughs) line. The mask, I, I need you to hear me on this, fellow believers. The masks do no good. Listen to me again. They do no good. You're not doing any good by wearing a mask. You're not helping yourself and you're not helping others. If you are in a sterile environment and you're doing it for surgery or where no one's touching it or whatever the case might be, it is, it is excellent. Masks work wonderfully. They're, they're made for the medical situation in the operating room and all that. But when it comes to life, where you take them on and off, on and off, on and off, they do zero good. The viruses are smaller than the openings in the mask unless it's N95. And even if yes. it's an N95, you're taking it on, off, on, off. You're putting the germs on it. You're putting the germs right back on your face.
1: You have to go through lots of masks.
0: Yeah, the bottom line is, is that we now know, we have enough evidence to know the masks were a failure as well. It wasn't just that it cuts down the oxygen oxygen supply to people. They said that people had lower oxygen oxygen supplies, Absolutely. which they couldn't breathe well. Uh, The children were having difficulties because they couldn't see mouth movements when they were learning to speak and how to talk. So it set them back on that. And it did zero good for stopping the spread of anything. So, again, uh, listen what this study found. This is huge. Wearing face masks, even fancier N95, has little or no effect in protecting against COVID-19 and the flu compared to not wearing one, according to a massive British meta study. And I quote, there is uncertainty about the effects of masks. Uh, concludes a team of twelve international researchers in the study published January thirtieth uh, in a peer-reviewed UK journal. Peer-reviewed. She's a lot of people looked at it. Cochrane database of systematic reviews said wearing masks in the community probably now they put that word in there makes little or no difference to the outcome of a laboratory a laboratory confirmed influenza, SARS-CoV-2 compared to not wearing a mask uh, an abstract of the uk study states moreover the study concludes that among medical workers even among the robust n95 masks they did not yield greater protection compared to more standard masks so there wasn't that much difference between the normal mask and the n95 which might surprise people who wear the boxier masks believing they're gaining a heightened protection from covid and i quote there were no clear differences in this study of UK, of Britain, between the use of medical surgical masks compared to N95 and P2 respirators in healthcare workers when used in routine care to produce, uh, to reduce respiratory viral infection, the reports, uh, said. The author concluded, and I'll quote and end with this, the pooled results of the RCT's randomized controlled trials did not show clear reduction in respiratory viral infection with the use of medical surgical masks. Now that should solve it. It should be a done deal i mean look use normal precautions stay away from people that are sick don't cough on people don't be coughed on you know it's, it's like they said in veggie tales you opened up the door and influenza right you know?
1: <laughs>
0: but the bottom line is um you can't you can't you can't live behind a mask you, you it, it has done so much, much damage damage to our society and the next generation and greg here's what gets me why am i ranting again about this because I believe they're going to try the same thing again. There's going to be another. Listen, once this balloon goes by, there may be something else happens in America. Who knows? Yeah. Either way, uh, the bottom line is there's going to be something else that's going to be happen here as far as the pandemic stuff. They're already talking about it. And they're going to say, oh, time to lock down again. Time to put on masks again. Listen, it did zero good. Let's use wisdom. Let's trust in God's immunity system and live life. And yet I'm afraid the majority of people are not going to listen to this. And again, it's one of those things that no matter how many facts and stats you get in, they're going to say misinformation. I don't even know her. I don't even know who she is, but I know this. Facts <laughs> speak for themselves. They speak for themselves. Yes. Did you read Matthew, by the way? Because I totally. Not yet. Okay. No, I didn't. You, That's but, okay. You're, you're holding my feet to the fire today. Yeah, I am. All right, here we go. Therefore, I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see. Now, again, the parables aren't the issue, but he's describing the state of the people yes. in his day, Greg. They were spiritually blind. And listen to what it says. Seeing the people, they, the people seeing do not see. Hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is filled is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand, seeing you will see and will not perceive. That is exactly what's happening. I don't care what you show them. I don't care what they hear. Everybody closes. They're like those monkeys with their hands over their eyes, hands over their ears, hands over yeah. their mouth, and nobody's yeah. saying anything or yeah. watching or listening or doing anything. Again, drives me nuts.
1: Yeah, but you want to know what? You bring up a great sure. point by reading that scripture, verse, Pastor Mark, because Jesus himself can relate to, To our own earthly frustration that we're experiencing right now because the Lord had wept and said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, if you would have just known this, your day. That's right. They did know it was prophesied, just like the things that we're going through right now for end times prophecy. We are going through. They are coming to fruition. And it's like people aren't seeing in Jesus's day,
0: the Messiah. I'm here. He says. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's 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 it really is. There is a Greg. There's a blindness. There's yeah. a, for, on the earth. There's a political blindness. I'll say that. And what I mean by that is, people take their stand of what they believe, and they don't even they won't look at, at anything that doesn't fit into their political mode, whatever it is. They won't right. look right. because it goes against what they would vote for and what they stand yeah. for. But then there's the spiritual level that yeah. goes above that, which yeah. there is a blindness that yeah. doesn't allow them to look or see what they're missing, and yeah. that's what drives me crazy because yeah. our eyes have been opened. Yeah.
1: I'll submit to you this, and I think I've mentioned this uh before in the past, that politics is nothing more than your spiritual and religious and your close to the vest life believing beliefs right played out in the public that's form right. through right. legislation, through whatever. It is. It, right. And that's all that politics really are. And I think that's important to understand only from the standpoint of really grasping that we are in the middle of a spiritual battle. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what this is. Yes. And it's coming with different names and different monikers and different tags, and uh, whether it's the left or the right or conservative or liberal or Democrat or Republican or whatever the case may be, that's the bottom line, it is this is a spiritual battle, those that we are blessed to have their eyes open by the lord yeah. and the power of his holy spirit can see the things happening and there are and i think there are different levels of blindness yes absolutely. where you've got some people that are awakened to the things that we've been talking about that have not recognized their need for Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there's different levels there,
0: too. You're right, Greg. There's bad politics and there's good politics. And really, good politics are those that truly are standing with the truth of God's Word and living it out. Bad politics, remember, are those things that latch on and suck your blood life out of you. And that's yes, what we have to put the up The politics. With. The politics, yes. yes. So like, take them off your dog, <laughs> get them off of you.
1: <laughs> uh, Western Journal. Uh, uh, I think this is what you're talking about because you've got Psalm one nineteen sixty seven reference for this one. Pastor yes, Mark, you're going to make me look it yeah, up. Yeah, aren't I, you? I,
0: the people at home can look these things up, Greg. I mean, this is for them, not me. But, yeah. No, that's okay. Hold me accountable. Yeah. Here we go. Uh,
1: top expert sounds the alarm, calls for immediate suspension of all mRNA vaccines.
0: Yeah, again, this is again. We're hearing this from more and more, more doctors, and more, Greg. Yes. Uh, this one's from Israel now. Retsef Levy. Um, which again, Levy again would be a sign of a, a Levite. Again, McCary Daniels, yeah. like the Cohen or the yeah. Cohenim. Yeah. That's in the sense of Aaron. Levy would be those that are the Levites. Um, it said, Red Levy, an expert in risk management relating to he- the health field, is calling for the immediate suspension of all COVID-19 messenger RNA vaccines. He's not the only one. There's a lot of people yeah. doing this. After performing a risk analysis of the vaccines, Levy, a professor in the uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Sloan School of Management, Yeah, imagine having to write that every day. Where are you from? (laughs) Just trust me. Well, it's MIT. It's MIT. There you go. Revealed his recommendation and supporting evidence of a video posted to Twitter on Sunday. By the way, Greg, this is a professor at MIT. This is not some guy in his basement, you know, wearing aluminum hats. Right. Let's make sure everybody knows that. Yeah. As of Monday afternoon, the video had more than 1.1 million views. I'm sure it has a lot more now. I quote, I'm filming this video to share my strong conviction that at this point in time, all COVID mRNA vaccination programs should stop immediately, he said. He believes the vaccines have completely failed to live up to the promise of the efficacy given by the health officials and vaccine manufacturers. Furthermore, he asserted there was mounting and indisputable evidence that the shots caused an unprecedented level of harm, including the deaths of young people. And this is what's happening. We're seeing more and more young people die from this. It's causing myocarditis and all kinds of other conditions. Strokes. Yes, and pericarditis and everything else. And, uh, and so, you know, basically you can only hide it so long. Now so many people are being affected, right. uh, that you have to come out and say, look, something's going, look, five-year-olds, four-year-olds, six-year-olds don't have heart attacks, but they are now. Yeah. High school students don't have heart attacks and strokes, but they are now. And for anybody to try to say, this is normal. It's always happened. No, it has not. This is not normal. This is brand new over the last couple of years. And we need to figure out what's going on. All he's saying is the same thing I've said forever. Let's just put on the brakes. Let's all talk about it, do some research, and then if this is a great thing, start it back up. But let's find out what's going on here. And again, I think the evidence is showing that it's not a great thing at this point. It's time for everybody to wake up.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm reminded with several of these articles that we've discussed today, uh, one of the big things that happened in World War II uh, under the spirit of Antichrist was um, leading the Germans uh, through Hitler uh, to experiment on the Jews. Yeah. Physical human experimentation. That's
0: right. That's right.
1: That's really no different in in the ultimate goal there yeah. in what's happening now. Yeah. W- we've been experimented upon.
0: Yeah. Well, Greg, this may shock some of our listeners, but it's still not been approved yet by the FDA. Right. They say, but yes, it has. No, no. no it, has it has been has approved not. under the Emergency, emergency. Act, yeah. but it has not been approved under, under non-emergency where you can do all your studies, all your tests and get approved. So what's happening is... They're still pushing an experimental shot that we now know is causing problems. And everybody needs to put the brakes on and be honest about it and say, what are we doing? This has got to stop because we're hurting people. And again, I just... I mean, it's, it, even infertility, it's causing all yeah. kinds of things. I mean, there, there are people now that won't be grandparents because of this. There'll be people now that won't have kids because yeah. of this. This is, this has got to stop.
1: This is, it's huge. It's bigger than what we understand right now, and it'll continue to reveal itself. Yes. Uh, the next, uh, story, uh, Pastor Mark, you referenced Romans chapter one. I won't ask you to turn there because I know that you're, <laughs> yes. I know that your fingers are cramping. That's right. Right now. Uh, ex psychics alarming warning to parents about witchcraft evil and the occult quote unquote it shows how deceptive the devil is yeah well good for an ex psychic for coming out and speaking the truth
0: yeah you think she'd have seen this coming Mm, let me see here is there is there a button there yeah yeah Okay, good. anyway, good. me we'll read some, yeah. So once overtaken by the occult, an ex-psychic is speaking out about the cultural's obsession with crystals, herbs, and other items tied to witchcraft. Romans 1 comes in this because as people turn away from God, they yes. worship the earth. Yeah. Jen Niza, a Christian who now shares her testimony on social media and through her new podcast, Ex-Psychic Saved. I like that. <laughs> you know? Warned about young people. Yeah, really. Warned about young people's increase. EPS. In, yes, there you go. You, you, well, no, 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 oh, no. No, that's e- not. EPS. EPS. She could have been. You been or been, XPS. She could have been. Have been an esp she got to reverse x okay. no all right same, okay well, we're wasting we time yeah but yeah, that would okay. have been cute anyway uh worried about young people's increase in such tools this is so new age she says and yes it is using crystals for protection to ward off evil for enlightenment to bring about psychic awareness uh, to place on chakras uh, thinking you're going to open them up and use the energy from the crystals she told Faithwire the whole thing is relying on energy of the crystals again this reminds me of Santa Fe Greg because it's exactly what they did when I was there
1: now is that the whole meal or the crystal chicks or yeah no this is is the the actual stone yes yes the actual uh, stone that's right oh it's not the crystal
0: no no these are the rose quartz pendants and all these things it's really scary she said noting the use of such tools is growing, uh, she, she says that again. Uh, about forty-four percent of young people between ages of thirteen and twenty-five are engaged with herbs and crystals as spiritual practice. Shockingly, twenty-one percent do so every week. So the numbers of the ex-medium have them concerned. She says, "I'm heartbroken because it just shows how deceptive the devil is and how he's not even hiding." These kids are so exposed to witchcraft these days and they 're really looking for something they 're really looking to feel better they 're really looking for identity they 're looking for love they 're looking for all the things that only God can do and so again, uh, you know this is so true I, I watch this for years in, in Santa Fe and of course, you see it moving across the country and um I, I just What are you going to say? This is a sneaky way to bring it in. It becomes a fad rather than witchcraft like we know that it is.
1: Well, you know, the story that we had earlier about more people being open to God, when you think about more people in general because of the last three years are wanting to feel more control in their lives, more surety in their lives, more stability in their lives, and they're going to reach out for whatever. So I could see an increase in the occult in all of this stuff, Yeah, you know.
0: See, as we, a result of this and Greg, things. we used to have a clear, just understanding in America about what was right and wrong, no. witchcraft and non-witchcraft. So we're so—I mean, listen—it's gotten so weird. Now. Evil has become good. Our karma has run over our dogma, and so of course yes. we—that's you know, exactly what's happened. And so it, it, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. It's yes. going to continue to get worse. That was—that was good. Okay. That was—that was really good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just—I'm always in awe of you, Pastor Mark. <laughs> Uh, right, Fox, Fox, right. Fox News. First Baptist Church is facing a backlash on biblical sexuality pledge for congregants. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, join the church and you got to pledge what? Well, again, this isn't
0: it isn't a bad
1: thing. Oh, it's, no, it's it's but when you're making someone a well, on an earthly level. Right. No,
0: you shouldn't make him pledge. I guess I was looking at more of what they're getting mad oh, okay. about. Let me read the article. Sure. A Florida church came under fire for a statement confirming beliefs that marriage is between a man and a woman. So how dare you teach something that Jesus did? <laughs> Who do you think you are? A church, you think you're messengers of God? Who do you think you are? The First Baptist Church of Jacksonville was spotlighted on Sunday after local media reports caught wind of the church's biblical sexuality statement set to take effect in March. Now, again, I don't think you should force people. I don't know what they're trying to do. They're making a statement, but you're right. You shouldn't force people to say, I'm not going to join the church if I don't, whatever. But we should believe this. The First Baptist Statement on Biblical Sexuality detailed the church's support for binary gender roles as well as the belief that marriage is only between a man and a woman, which was originally approved in October. Now, not that marriage to a man and a woman approved in October, but at that church. Uh, As a member of First Baptist Church, I believe that God creates people in his image as either male or female, and that this creation is a fixed matter of human biology. I agree with that, too. Not an individual choice. I believe marriage is instituted by God, not government. It is between one man and one woman. And the only context for sexual desire and expression. Now, again, Greg, you're right. They shouldn't do this as a thing, I think, to make the church join. However, I think in marriage counseling, that might not be a bad statement in your forum. You know, if you're going to do marriage counseling, do you believe that it's between a man and a woman? Maybe. Uh, but again, the backlash grew, uh, leading to an open mic event at the church to listen to and discuss concerns from audience members. One included uh, a queer woman named Katie who opposed the statement and condemned the church for supporting it. Here's the bottom line. Again, I don't think we should get in people's face and try to make some point, but we have to stand on truth. I think the thing is, if, if we're asked about it, we stand on the truth. I think to go out and try to, you know, create, I'm not saying they were going out to create a problem, but sometimes I think the church can bring problems on themselves. They don't need to bring on themselves. Jesus didn't walk around and say, Hey, I am going to, you know, like agitate some people. He just kind of lived his life. And when it came to him, he spoke the truth of God. And let me just now do that same thing here. I'm not going to judge the church on what they did, but I think they, I don't know if they needed to do this. They may be creating problems they didn't need. Right. Um, But I will say this, Uh, the bottom line is, is this whole question about male and female Jesus very clearly, and the Bible very clearly says there is male and female, and you can't change that. Um, And how do we know that? Because look at the chromosomes. Every male child has X and Y chromosomes. Every female only has X chromosomes. It's not hard to figure out scientifically or whatever. But because we've thrown science out the window, although there seems to be this big thing today about science, science, science. But when you bring the true science up to something that opposes the people that are crying science, 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 then they throw it out and they say, oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. No, this is emotion, emotion, emotion. They're judging all this on. I believe I believe a man can be a woman. I believe a woman can be a man. Again, it reminds me of the days of judges where everyone did what was right in their own eyes. And uh, the bottom line is is we are created either with X and Y chromosomes, which makes you a man, or X and X chromosomes, which makes you a woman. It doesn't change. And there's no surgery that will change the chromosomes. Uh, you can change your outward appearance, but on the inside, you're still a man or you're still a woman. It doesn't change. And that's why we see such incredibly high uh, suicide rates. Among this community, Gray, because they are torn. And they believe that if they can just get everybody to accept their viewpoint, that somehow it'll relieve that pressure and they won't have that. It doesn't relieve the pressure because nature is screaming on the inside, You're a man or you're a woman. You cannot escape it. And trying to change it by cosmetics or surgery or, or politically, it doesn't change the truth. We could right now go to Congress and vote that mankind is not mankind, the earth is not the earth, and we all agree. It doesn't change the fact That mankind is mankind and the earth is the earth. You cannot change it by emotions, by your feelings, by your political views, even taking bulldozers and trying to change the surface of the earth to show that it's not the earth. It's still the earth. It's just we messed it up with bulldozers. So they're 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 messing people's lives up with bulldozers in surgery rooms and everything. And I feel for them, my heart breaks. Um and if we don't love them enough to say, look, God loves you how you are, come to God, bring him your concerns. Jesus died for you, and he's got a purpose as to why you're here, and they have hope and they have life eternal. If they come to Jesus Christ.
1: The Bible tells us that Satan is the author of confusion. So knowing that, Pastor Mark, is it possible that when a person is confused about their sexuality, that that's a spiritual issue, or are there chemical things going on, or what What is what is all of your research and knowledge and especially yeah. what God's word is saying about how he created us? Yeah, what's yeah, going no, on? There?
0: There's a there's there's two sides to this. There is a physiological side and I'm no expert. I'm no doctor, but I do. I have, again, researched this to some degree because I'm sure. looking into it. Um, Greg, we all go through a certain phase where we question our sexuality. All children do. What am I? How am I supposed to function? We're confused. We don't understand it yet. And it doesn't mean that suddenly little boys think they're little girls or little girls think they're little boys. I'm not saying that. But there's a time there where we're formulating, our mind is formulating, here's who I am. How do I process all this? And that's why in a normal environment with a mom and dad and a normal society, you, 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 you go the right way without struggle. Okay. But you see those that grow up in a, in an altered situation at their home. Maybe it's a sexual abuse situation. Maybe it's a home that wasn't structured properly. There's typically, when you get down to the root of it, you'll find that oftentimes there's something that happened in those formative years that influenced them. I can't say it's 100%, right? but that's a big part of it. And so if you go to the formative years and you manipulate, that is why you watch Satan working and trying to go to younger and younger children... And talk to them about showing them all these things about transsexual or uh, bisexual or whatever. He's trying to get them in the formative years because he knows that's when their mind is, yeah. is trying to formulate everything. this drag show. Yes. So yeah. there is a physiological, earthly um, answer to this that if it's done the wrong way in certain children, it can lead them the wrong direction. But if you leave them alone, most of them grow out of that. And then they come back to them and go, wait a minute, this is who I am, and they get settled on it. And so there is that side of it, and but it's blended with the spiritual because Satan knows that. So he attacks at that age. He attacks at that time. He takes advantage of broken homes, of broken lives and all this, and then brings confusion. Um, so uh, again, could there be people that have maybe uh, less testosterone as a man or, or, or maybe too much estrogen as a man or as a woman, maybe more testosterone? Those, scientifically, I don't know. Yeah, we don't. There, there could be. There could be Some hormone imbalances. See, there yeah. could be things there, but it doesn't change who you are. And if you right. get the right influence and the right direction, You'll still choose the right thing, and you'll naturally flow in the the direction you need to flow. What's happening here is that man and Satan are manipulating people, and we're seeing this disastrous outcome. and And it's becoming, you know, it's it's the end thing, right? You know, this is what's supposed to be until you get older. Like the video you sent to me about this poor young this poor young girl that had all this surgery done when she was in the confused years earlier, and now she's realizing I'm a I'm a woman, and I wish I could go back and get my body back, and I wish I could change. It's disastrous, Greg. Children's mind, they're children. They can't make their own decisions. The mind doesn't even fully develop until the 20s. 25. Yes, but at least, I think it's 25 for men, maybe a little earlier for maybe women. Maybe a little earlier for women. But here's women. the thing. Yeah. We should at least leave them alone and don't let them make these kind of decisions until at least they're legal, age 18. If they get 18 and they want to have some surgery, then you know what? That's They have the right to do that. But we need to protect our children as a society and make laws that say no one can touch anyone until they're 18 and old enough to think and not be a child and confused and developing, not even their mind coming together and the lobes joined, which happens in the 20s. We are creating a disaster for their lives. No wonder they're killing themselves. Can you imagine changing your body as a little kid and then growing up and realizing... That was the worst mistake of my life, and I have to live the rest of my life in this altered state that I didn't really know what I was doing? No wonder people are killing themselves. My heart goes out to these to – these, my heart breaks for them. Yeah. And, and we need to step up as the adults in the room and stop it.
1: You know, it re- just reminds me of what Jesus said, better that a millstone be hung around your neck than you cause one of these little ones to stumble. Absolutely. Now,
0: absolutely.
1: I don't know what the the full implication of that verse is in terms of the context of what Jesus was saying, but you know, I I would imagine that you could apply that verse to you know encouraging a child to go in a different direction than the than the direction that God has laid out for them biologically right. at That's birth. Right. That's right. He created them. It, that person
0: is His creation. Right. Custom made. Yeah. One yeah. of a kind. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And there's two aspects of that, Greg. I want One is, yeah. again, in the immediate context, let's just kind of unwrap yeah. this. Yeah, absolutely. In the immediate context, he's referring to those that would lead them away from Jesus Christ as their Savior. He said, for those who believe in me, okay, if you cause them to stumble, for those who believe in me. So that's the immediate context. But there's multiple layers to the Scripture. There's the immediate context, which, of course, is the main focus of that but then there's biblical principles yes and the biblical principle comes into play here you better not stumble little children that are trying to find their right direction as god has created them and god is leading them and god created a boy to be a boy a girl to be a, go- a girl he's leading in the in the direction they need to go and when you step in and do that i believe it does apply better a millstone yeah. hung around your neck and listen you can get mad at me people can get mad at whoever says to do whatever but one day we're all going to stand before jesus christ and there's not going to be any excuses it's going to be you and the lord face to face every person in the Bible says will do that. And depending on the decision you've made is going to determine your eternity and your reward or loss of reward. And I know this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do anything where the Lord makes that kind of warning. I'm staying far away from it. And woe to those people that do it. I, I fear for them.
1: Yeah. You know, and again, it just kind of reminds me of the kind of the theme a little bit today, you know, talking about, um, you know, the prophets in the Old Testament. And the And the things that they had to declare to the people, because the people had turned their back on God and uh, were doing sinful things and worshiping idols, and really not unlike of what's happening today, you know, and the prophets had to to tell them the painful truth, and if they didn't repent, this is the direction we're going to go. These yeah. guys were not popular, yeah, and we understand this message isn't popular. so think about this for a minute. No one likes to be unpopular. So if someone is declaring something that God is saying in his word and knows that what is being said is going to be unpopular, don't you think that God is real and there's an influence of God through his Holy Spirit on that person that's speaking God's truth? Because it's not about the person that's speaking. That person is nothing more than a conduit. For God to speak through that person, it's God the one, it's God is the one that cares about you, that's hearing this message, that might be offended by this message. God wants you offended in the sense to wake up to what you're doing and where you're going. You're going in the wrong direction. That's right. God
0: wants you headed towards Him. That's right. In relation to Scripture, Greg, that's 100% true. Yes. But there are those who outside of Scripture make just as strong of a stand for things that are evil in the fight. So it doesn't verify that it's true because of the strong stand. Uh, but in a lot of scripture, if it lots up a scripture it, absolutely yeah
1: yeah things that are that are speaking against what the world yeah, you know, why would you loves. bring that trouble on yourself yes. now, some people
0: want to do that just because that's their personality but when it comes to standing for god yes. i mean why would you want to do that it's like saying the disciples they stood so much for for the lord they put them all to death jesus stood so much for the father they put him to death so the reality is for us as believers if we love god and love people we have to speak the truth and that means that people a lot of people aren't going to like us but we need to do it so they might have the hope of salvation if they repent right absolutely all
1: right well Pastor Mark, let's get to our good news of the day because yeah. fortunately we've got some. Yes. <laughs> this is from ChristianHeadlines.com. Five year old preacher. Wow. Yeah. So, is this Asa? Uh, was Ace? Was how, how old, how old was Ace? I don't
0: remember how old he uh, was. A five-year-old
1: preacher shares the Bible and leads worship on the Jennifer Hudson Show. Yeah, it was
0: so cute. I went and saw the video. but Oh, it did was, you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Jen- uh, Jennifer Hudson, the award-winning singer and host of the daytime talk show, The Jennifer Hudson Show, recently hosted a five-year-old preacher's kid known <laughs> for a viral video of himself baptizing his Paw Patrol toy. Greg, <laughs> it was so cute. He, let me go and read and I'll tell you what happened. I watched it. Yeah. Hudson introduced Luke Tillman. As a preacher, and shared the video of him dressed up singing. He was like dressed up in this robe uh, that he made, singing "Take Me to the Water" in a bathtub, and then baptizing his stuffed Paw Patrol dog named Chase. Um, so he, he, again, he, he got in the tub, Precious. Greg. He did it. And he, he said, "I, I baptize you in the Father's Holy Spirit." He took his Paw Patrol dog, put him under the water, and brought him back up. It was the cutest thing in the world. Uh, Tillman, and he sang that song, you know, "Take Me to the to the Water." Yeah. Tillman told Hudson he wants to grow up to be a pastor just like his father. He said his father baptized him at four, although he'd been asking since he was two years old. Mm. <laughs> and I quote, you want to know what I'm going to be when I grow up? Tillman asked Hudson, the five-year-old said, going to be a pastor and a Christian, um, or a four-year-old, be a pa- well, five now. Pastor and a Christian, he continued. It was so cute. According to the Christian Post, Tillman's father, Ezra Tillman, is the pastor of First Trinity Missionary Baptist Church in Flint, Michigan, he is married and has three other children besides Luke. When Hudson asked Ezra how he felt about his son wanting to follow in his footsteps, he asserted it was a blessing. I'm thinking now the pressure is always on preachers' kids and the whole development of him and desire to want to do it and generally want to do it as a pastor is a blessing. Now listen to what he says here, Greg. This was amazing to me. Um, he said, this is a, uh, this year is 20 years for me preaching. And he said, my son preached to 20 million people by video in one Week. That's true. He said. He said I haven't reached that in twenty years, and I'm happy about it. Wow. <laughs> His son reached more people, and he he literally said, you know, I I baptized you know the Father, and Holy Spirit being a witness for Jesus. Baptized Paul. Twenty million people have seen it now worldwide of this little boy. And he's like, you know what? He's reaching the entire world with the gospel. It, it truly was amazing. I mean, yeah. um it, it, It's just the cutest thing, and I'm sure that you'll go out there online and see it. Now the people will. Tillman later recited the little boy recited John three sixteen. You know, for God so loved the world, you know, they gave his only begotten son. When Hudson was asked about his favorite Bible verse, he said 316 is his favorite favorite Bible verse. And Greg, get this. At the end of the video they brought out all they, they bought him, I guess the people there at the studio, whatever, they got him the entire Paw Patrol crew, all of them in Very Paw Patrol cool. brought us a big gift and gave it to him and asked him what he's gonna do. He said, I'm gonna <laughs> baptize, baptize all of all. them. All of them and I'm <laughs> baptizing <laughs> them all. <laughs> he wants them to be in heaven. Oh man. How cute that is. And that's again, right. That's our heart. We want you to be yeah. in heaven. And so if you receive Jesus Christ and come to him right now, confess your sins, turn to him, ask him to forgive you. He will forgive you and secure your eternity in heaven. And that's really why we do this show. Yeah. We want you to be in heaven with us and Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: You can enjoy more of Rant and Rave. I mean, Pastor Mark, (laughs) when you subscribe to the podcast of Signs of the Times, just go to thewaymedia.net for all things signs of the Times related, and we'll be back here next Friday at 130 for more signs of the Times right here on WIAM.